Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I am of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm doing all right, man. I'm glad to you know be doing another episode with you, and um, I want to you know wish everybody a happy um, Easter and a happy Passover, and I hope. Everybody's staying safe and, um, you know, just being responsible, you know, especially during this horrible pandemic, which is, you know, ruining, you know, people's, um, you know, ability to have normalcy, not to mention, um, you know, people, you know, my, my, my condolences go out to the people who are directly affected by, um, you know, you know, this pandemic. You know, so um, yeah, definitely. It's really messed up, man. Yeah, uh, it's my prayers go to everyone who's been affected by this. You know, it's that's a tragedy, but yeah, it's we'll get through this. You know, eventually this thing will will end. But yeah, my condolences to everyone who's been affected and. Everyone out there, Jewish, Christian, Catholic, whatever, you know, happy mm-hmm. Easter, happy Passover, and uh, you know, try to stay positive and you know, stay home with your families and, you know, enjoy this this holiday coming up. Yeah. Yeah, here, I, um, I'm with you, man. Um, you know, thank you, thank you for being on another episode, man, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for... Um, listening to another episode. And um, on today's show, you know, we're going to wrap up last week's WrestleMania and, uh, you know, give you our thoughts, you know, on how, how, how you know, how well or how terrible we did uh, actually two weeks ago because we didn't have a show um, last week. But we, we um, you know, we were pretty accurate with the um, – with um what the matches was gonna be even though a lot of those watch those matches were, you know, changed. So but you know, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna dive into that. Yeah, and, I can't uh, wait to hear those I can't wait to hear uh what I got right. Alright. You we're gonna go into that momentarily and um also um yeah, we're also gonna talk about the rumors um, surrounding the MLB, you know, you know, which basically they're trying to salvage the season um, because of, you know, of course the coronavirus. So, you know, they're trying to, they, they have a, a radical way of trying to play this season. Well, that's the rumor that's going on. We'll talk about that after that, you know, afterwards. And uh, an NBA rumor surrounding, um, you know, Donovan Mitchell, you know, from the Utah Jazz and his rift with uh, Rudy Gobert as a result of the coronavirus. Um, you know, we'll talk about that and how that might impact the Knicks. But uh, most importantly, you guys know the number. Feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. You know, we'd love to hear from you. But um, without further ado, um, let's yeah, let's dive into the WrestleMania. And as you all know, this is the first ever WrestleMania uh, that that's empty and a two-day WrestleMania. So it was a crazy WrestleMania. And uh, I'm we're going to go through our, our thoughts. Uh, this first matchup is uh, seeing a, a Cesaro versus Gulag. I think this was a surprise matchup, but... Um, we uh, that that was our match uh, match we we didn't foresee. So, uh, 
we're not going to really go through it. Uh, I think that was on the pre-show too. But, um, yeah, I can't say I saw that match, but... Um, yeah, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, I think that was on the pre-show. Um, Cesaro won that. Um, Becky Lynch recently said that she would like to see uh, Cesaro get an opportunity to be a champion, which I think that's what everybody wants, really, except for Vince McMahon, who doesn't think he has the it factor for whatever reason. But that guy, that guy in Rusev... And Biggie, those are the three guys on the roster that should be should have been world champions. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we'll 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 definitely talk about two guys who were on that boat um, before their matchups at WrestleMania last week. I uh, will tell you, of course, I'm talking about Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. I'm sure you guys watched the show, so you guys know how that went. But we'll get into that as the as we go through this uh, results. Uh, next was okay, Bliss and uh, Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross. They they uh, retained the title against Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and um, and um, Carrie Sane. I don't think I, I think that one was another surprise matchup too. So we, that we. You know, we didn't have a um, ruling on that one, so that's two matches that basically, you know, wasn't um, applicable really? to us. Really, that wasn't the match that was on there before. I don't think so. I think they, oh. I think they must have brought it up on like the, the last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it got past got past us because um, I think they just announced it on that week. Uh, what was it? Smack, probably SmackDown or so. Oh, because okay. we, cause we, I guess we didn't get a chance to, um, you know, get rocked thoughts on that one. If you remember, we did our two weeks ago, and most of these stuff, you know, some of these matches weren't um, announced by WWE yet. But here's the worst match of the night that we all knew. Um, Elias defeats uh, King Corbin. None of us got that one right. Oh, <laughs> so that's so the the the, the um the, we we still have a draw here. Lynch defeats Shayna Baszler. We both got that right, and Lynch um is still the Raw Women's Champion. The only thing that was surprising about that match was that was an eight minute match. Uh, you know, I was I thought that show that match would have been at least twenty minutes. Yep. So, yeah, they had Shayna Baszler demolish the entire women's division in the Elimination Chamber. And then against Becky Lynch, she she, she gets squashed. So, it is what it is. Yeah, I was expecting uh, Shayna Baszler. Well, I, I, I picked uh, Becky Lynch, but um, I thought Shayna Baszler, I thought there was a possibility that she would have won this match. Yeah, me too. Because they could have made a new star out of yeah. her. Yeah. But instead, uh, Becky retains, as we both pre- um, we both predicted. And uh, Becky has literally had the title for over a year. So uh, congratulations to her. Congrats. But uh, now we'll see who's going to be her the, the real threat to her, her, her title reign. Now that she got through Baszler, who, who would have been her biggest threat since uh, Ronda Rousey at last year's WrestleMania. I think you're going to see a rematch between her and Baszler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not done yet. They're definitely not done yet. Not by a long shot. Mm -hmm. And then for the Intercontinental title, yeah, we were surprised by this one. Sami Zayn retains the title against Daniel Bryan. We thought Daniel Bryan was going to have WrestleMania 30 magic and uh, capture another title. But wow. yeah, Daniel Bryan hasn't gotten his butt kicked well since Kofi Kingston last year at the Wrestle at WrestleMania, Kofi Mania, and then you'd have to go back to maybe um, the Sheamus match, seventeen oh, yeah. second match to see him get his butt kicked. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, other than obviously the Kofi Mania that I just mentioned from last year. So yeah, Sami Zayn, I'm surprised. Uh, 
you know, WWE is actually pushing this guy and actually gave him a singles title. You know, he defeated Braun Strowman with the help of Nakamura and Cesaro. And, you know, he's, you know, he's retained the title, you know, at WrestleMania. So, Sami Zayn finally has a WrestleMania moment. Yeah, uh, you might see that that uh, frenemy matchup, mm-hmm. him and uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I mean, uh, well, they're both on two different shows. Kevin, well, then I guess they would have to do another draft because they usually do it right after uh, WrestleMania. So, oh, yeah. if they shake it up, they could they could definitely do. It. Yeah, they you know that that'd be a good idea because. Um, Last time they faced off, Kevin Kevin Owens was the heel, and Sami Zayn was the the baby face. So now they definitely need to change that up because they gotta separate uh, Kevin Owens from uh, from uh, you know Seth Rollins because those guys they're gonna just keep fighting each other. They're both on Raw, yeah. But yeah, um, Kevin Owens he you know he uh, he defeated. Um, uh, Seth Rollins, you know, Seth Rollins, this is pr- probably Seth Rollins' biggest, this is pr- probably Seth Rollins' biggest defeat at WrestleMania yeah. I could think of. Uh, yeah, I think it is. He, he's, he, he's, he's, he's dominated. He uh, cashed in the money in the bank uh, against uh, when Brock, Brock Lesnar and Rowan Reigns was battling, battling out the first time. Um, Seth Rollins, hmm. Seth Rollins, oh, you know what? His his this is his biggest defeat since the Orton match he had years ago, WrestleMania oh, I think thirty one, yeah, yeah. when he right. tried to do the curb stomp, and then uh, Orton countered and turned into RKO. One of the one of the best, if not the best, RKO. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, Kevin Owens, you know, he did that awesome dive off the 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 sign. And uh, through a table, and yeah, Kevin Owens, you know, he um, got his revenge. Yeah, that was yeah, a, that, that was a very good match. Yeah, we both picked uh, Kevin Owens to win that uh, no disqualification match. Yeah, there's no way he was gonna lose that. Yeah, it would make no sense for him to to, to lose that match. Uh, John Morrison defeats uh, Jimmy Oso. And uh, Kofi Kingston uh, for the SmackDown tag team titles to retain it. Uh, we both got that one wrong. I think we both got we both thought the Usos would win. Oh. And uh, mind you, remember I heard there was a rumor that it, that might have happened because WWE didn't um, um, reveal the the what you call it three man uh, triple threat tag team match until I think the day before, day one of WrestleMania. So that rumor was also true. Mm. Um, next week, oh, yeah, next week there's going to be a rematch. But this time the, the other two, the other three members who didn't compete at WrestleMania are going to compete. So that means Big E is going to fight against Man. Jey Uso and uh, The Miz for the tag team titles and um the Morrison retained uh in the most insane fashion. All three of the guys were on the were on top of the, the, the ladders and uh um Kofi and Jimmy accidentally knocked John Morrison off with the titles and as a result Morrison uh retained it. Yeah, that was that was funny. The way uh, he ended up retaining them, headbutting him off the ladder, and he just went falling down with the championships to the ground. Yeah, that was insane. And like Morrison said, he's the first guy to re- to single handedly retain the title, <laughs> the tag team yeah. titles. And then Miz, you know, wisely said he's the first guy to defend the titles by sitting on his couch. <laughs> yep, true. So, so this uh, SmackDown coming up this Friday. Now Miz has his chance to try to retain the title. Yeah. When the That's reversals are are returned. 
And uh let's see what else we have. Um yeah, this was this was an uh, this was a clunker of a match. Uh Braun Strowman defeated uh you know Bill Goldberg. You know, uh Goldberg he hit four four spears, but it wasn't enough for the monster among men. And uh Braun Strowman he hits four power slams to uh win his first ever title. Now, mind you, uh the match wasn't great, but I'm happy for Braun Strowman that he's finally getting his uh opportunity with his first ever championship title reign. So, you know, congratulations to Braun Strowman. Yeah, I'm happy for him. He it was well deserved. I mean this guy's mm-hmm. put in a lot of work and WWE finally gives him a chance to win the championship. And hopefully he uh, he holds on to it for a while, but I think uh I think eventually we're gonna see him drop it to Roman Reigns. Mhm. Yep. I think that's that's the case. And like I said, you know, like I was hinting at the rumor weeks ago, it it came to fruition. Roman Reigns um, you know, he wasn't wasn't able to to compete. The rumor was that Roman Reigns um forfeited his opportunity to compete at WrestleMania uh due to concerns that since he had leukemia, uh, you know, he fought leukemia in the past that it would make him vulnerable to catching COVID, which unfortunately now that you remind me, uh earlier earlier today it was announced that there's a member, there's an employee in WWE who has COVID. Um, it, has, it hasn't been announced who it is, but, you know, somebody has it. So, I mm. guess Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, either way you look at it, Roman Reigns made the smart decision. You know, his health and his life was more important than another title reign. I mean, he, he's had multiple WrestleMania moments against Undertaker, um, against Triple H. You know, he's won the title at WrestleMania. So, I mean, there's nothing more he, else he needed to do, you know. I mean, it's not, it wasn't worth the risk. And, look, you know, he gave his friend Braun Strowman the opportunity to win his first title reign. So, it works out in every possible way. Yeah, I mean, he made the right decision, you know, because there's a guy who's battled leukemia. And, you know, he would be at a great risk if he had competed. So I understand him pulling out, you know, just as a precaution. I mean, can't risk it. So eventually we'll see him in the ring again very soon. Mm-hmm. And the guy we'll see in the ring will be uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, which we'll talk about him uh, in a few minutes. But he is going to uh, challenge his former... Um, White family member uh, for the title, you know. After he he cut a you know a very interesting promo on uh, yesterday on uh, the the fire you know the Firefly Funhouse segment on uh, SmackDown, basically you know acting like he's um, Braun Strowman's dad since he brought him <laughs> into yep. the WWE universe, you know. Yeah, I saw this coming once Braun Strowman won the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been so much interesting if we had the audience there. Yeah. Build this up. One of the few times that uh, you know, that's one of the you know, the few times that it was definitely necessary, you know, that that, that they could have hold off on this the you know, bronze title reign, you know, to save it for the fans to watch it. Yep. But um yeah, you know, unfortunately the show has to go on and Bray Wyatt, he's going to be finally battling out against his former Wyatt brother, you know. So that's going to be an interesting matchup. And most likely he's going to go in as Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. So this would be the second time he would fight as himself and not his alter ego, the Fiend. Because the theory is is that um, uh, with the exception of Goldberg, um, he doesn't. He 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 only fights as the fiend to get revenge for his previous loss to that person. You know, oh. whoever 
So that's that's the theory that other than Goldberg, who basically wanted him the Goldberg, he had the Goldberg had to fight the Fiend because go, apparently the rumor is is that Goldberg didn't Goldberg didn't want to lose when he fought the Fiend because the Fiend was supposed to supposedly was supposed to win the match, the the match at the the um elimination chamber. No, no, it wasn't elimination chamber. It was uh. Crown Jewel, but Goldberg refused to lose because he he didn't want to show an image of him losing in front of his young fans. You know, he wanted to keep the image of being a superhero. So him losing to a monster would have impacted his image. So that's supposedly the rumor why Goldberg shockingly um, upsetted, um, you know, the Fiend and ended Wyatt's uh, promising title reign. Hmm. You should have just had uh, Wyatt, as Bray Wyatt, go against Goldberg instead of the Fiend. Exactly, that would have made more sense. Yeah. So basically, most likely Wyatt might be going in as himself instead of the Fiend. But then again, maybe the Fiend could could be offended because. You know, he left the family, you know, the wife family. Or here's the scenario I'm thinking. The the fiend, uh, wife fights as himself, his his Firefly Flynnhouse version, the Mr. Rogers kind of version, loses to the fiend in the title match. And then when he gets his revenge and eventually win the title, will be against the fiend to right the wrong of him losing the title match. Okay, but that's my little thought. Give you a little preview for whenever they're gonna face most likely Money in the Bank. So that's my thoughts for now. That's a little preview. My 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 feelings might change from here to then, but I think that the the match is gonna be in May ten maybe. So uh, moving on to me, the best match of the night, or to me the the best. Uh, match period uh, on this uh, whole WrestleMania was Undertaker versus AJ Styles, the Barnyard match. Now, man, this was imp- this this match was impressive, man. It was cinematic, dramatic, and fantastic, um, fantastic, <laughs> and phenomenal, man. Like. What more can I say, man? You you had, you know, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, you know, trying to take it to the phenom, the Undertaker, man. He had to he had to go back to his old school biker days, American bad days, man, riding on the motorcycle, and as I suspected, you know, he he was gonna, you know. You know, the fight the the OC when they um, you know, interfered. But what I didn't expect was that the Druids were gonna attack him. You know, that was a that was a yeah, twist. Came out of nowhere. Yep. So yeah, we both thought Undertaker was gonna win, and he did win. So so far, you know, we both were in agreement with all these matches. We both. Got the same matches right, and we we got both the matches wrong, all the matches wrong so far. So, man, I mean this this match was incredible, man. I mean, what's your thoughts? Oh man, that was a great match. Um, that that was similar to um, that the the Bray Wyatt and uh, Matt Hardy match that we saw um, last year. Very similar. The yeah, cinematic the, approach to it. The final um, deletion match, or was it the ultimate deletion? I forgot what it was called. Yeah, what I forget the name of it, but it was similar to that. But yeah, I mean, it was like watching a movie almost. You yeah, know, exactly. Undertaker, but yeah, it was great, man. Overall, Undertaker being attacked by Druids and him beating all of them up, and him beating up on the Gallows and uh, Anderson. The other, Anderson, yeah. And him, uh, him uh, wrestling with AJ Styles on top of that shed or cabin, whatever mm-hmm. that was, um, then finally burying 
um, AJ after you thought Undertaker was gonna be buried himself, you know, Undertaker yep. just comes out of nowhere. And the whole yep. match was 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 fun to watch. Yeah, you know, well, one of my one of my favorite matches of the night. Yeah, to me that was the best match uh, of WrestleMania. Period. Uh, great way to end uh, WrestleMania uh, day one. I mean, I could spend the whole episode talking about that match, but yeah, it was great. It, it was it was it was phenomenal. No pun intended, but it was. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. But they gotta be careful who they who they're gonna have this uh, next Bonnier match. If they ever have a Sting versus Undertaker match, uh, that then maybe maybe should be at next year's WrestleMania. I don't maybe. know, but but uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe that maybe that's the only way they could, maybe that's the only way they could pull it off because. Thing, uh, you know, Undertaker is hesitant of. The rumor is is that Undertaker is hesitant of fighting Sting because they're both in their fifties. He doesn't think it'll be a good match. But maybe with this, this could be the the loophole that they could fight each other. You know, maybe. We'll we'll see. Because Sting says that that Undertaker is probably the only person he'd come out of retirement for. Because you know, of course, he injured himself five years ago when he had that title match against uh, Seth Rollins. So. That that's uh, you know food for thought. So day two, apparently, Liv Morgan and Liv Morgan defeated Natalia uh, in a pre-show match, but we didn't know about this. So uh, basically, that does you know doesn't apply to us. Uh, Charlotte Flair defeated uh, Rhea Ripley. That's we both got happened. we both got yeah. that right. Um, yeah, basically Charlotte's a two-time NXT champion. Uh, Rhea Ripley, she de- play, she fought the way we thought Shayna Baszler would fight as well against Becky Lynch. Um, but you know, Charlotte Flair, the veteran, he, she got the best of her, and you know it was a great match. You know, Charlotte Flair really worked that the leg. So when she got that figure eight, you know it was believable to see her tap out, and she didn't look. Rhea Ripley did not look weak tapping out to her because, you know, you could clearly see a flair methodically, you know, you know, um, weakening that leg. So, yeah, it was a great match. It was. All right. Let's uh, move on. Um, Black, uh, Tyler Black, he defeats Lashley. No surprise there because uh, Tyler, I, I mean, Alistair Black, I mean, he's he's uh, he basically he's basically only lost two matches. I only know he I only know he lost to to um, AJ Styles recently. I don't know who the second person he lost to, but apparently he has two losses. So no surprise there. Lashley would have won that match if he didn't listen to um, Lana. Uh, you know, if he would have just hit that Dominator. But Lana told him to hit the spear. He took her her advice, and um, you know, Alistair Black hit the Black Mass, and you know, the rest is history, as yeah, expected. I, I didn't see Alistair Black losing that match. I mean, the guy right now is undefeated, so. Yep. He's on a roll right now. Definitely. Um, another match was Otis defeating Dolph Ziggler. Um, apparently, this was a, a match that wasn't official, so we we didn't uh, we didn't give our thoughts on that. I mean, I think we probably both would have thought Otis would have won anyway because Dolph Ziggler keeps losing all the time anyway. So <laughs> I think we both would have probably said that he was going to, you know, Otis was going to win. Yeah. But, um, yeah, before we get to, you know, before we get to um, uh, the matches, um, who do you think won between this this matchup? Or should I just go through the whole thing and then we'll and then I'll and then I guess you'll figure out who who um, who won? Yeah, just keep going. All right, we'll just okay, we'll we'll keep going. But do you want to make a quick prediction who you think won? Right now, it sounds tied. Yeah, it's it's dead even right now. Yeah, it might end up tied. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right. So um I I will reveal the answer at the end. 
of this uh this thing. So okay, here we go. Um let's see who Oh yeah, Edge defeats Orton last man standing match. Oh yeah. That was a great we, match also. Oh yeah, that was a that was a great match. I know some people were criticizing it that it went on too long, forty minutes or so. Arguably the longest, the second longest match, uh, other than the, you know, the WrestleMania 12 Iron Man match, which went 60 plus minutes, because you know, obviously it went one hour plus the overtime. So this is the longest. This is the longest match since WrestleMania 12. Wow. So, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, both matches were were. Um, heated rivalries. So I, I guess it was, you know, appropriate. You know, those guys really destroyed each other in the the whole arena, you know. That was your thoughts. No, that was a great match. That was, uh, I thought it was the, it was probably the second best, maybe not the second best, but probably the third best match of the entire WrestleMania. That put mm-hmm. the best match of WrestleMania. I still think that the triple threat tag team match that was the best match. Mm-hmm. After that, it'd probably be Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, and then after that, I put the Randy Orton and AJ Styles match, just ahead uh-huh. of the Undertaker and AJ Styles match. But it was a uh, one of those old school, you know, uh, hardcore matches, mm-hmm. you know, from back in the day. Them fighting all over, you know. In the in the back, all through the arena, you know, it was it was great to watch. Very mm-hmm. gritty, gutsy match, and yeah, you know, Edge came out on top as I predicted. It, you got that right as well, so we both mm-hmm. we both got that one right. Yep. Up next is Street Profits defeating uh, Garza and Theory, uh, Austin Theory. If you remember, uh, it was supposed to be. Um, Andrade and you know Angel Garza, but uh, uh, um, Andrade was taken out of the match. I think maybe due to injury or suspension. I can't remember. So Austin Theory, the guy from NXT, he made his uh, big league call up to uh, the WWE. And uh, who do you, there is there is a winner in this uh, this um, what you call it. In this um, this match, who do you think got this match right? Oh wait, who? What? Which match was this again? Street Profits versus uh, Garzan Theory. One of us got the match right. Uh, I thought. I, I think I picked Street Profits. No, you are correct. You picked Street oh. Profits, so you broke the tie. Oh man! You, so you yeah, pick, you put you picked Angel and Garza. Yep. I picked Gar- uh, I picked Garza and I thought Andrade was gonna be there. By the way, I thought that the heels was gonna win that match anyway. But like I said two weeks ago, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I was wrong, but now I regret it because it broke this tie. So I'm glad Street Profit won. That's how you know. I was hoping they won. Sometimes you know, you want to be wrong. So I guess. Is what is the price I have to pay for being wrong? So I'm glad Street Profits retained. All right, so uh, yeah, we got thi- we both got this one wrong. So now I have a two match losing streak, <laughs> but you got it wrong too. So it's uh, Eve still it, you still have that that uh, one point lead. One point lead. So Bailey defeats Lacey Evans, Naomi. Shasha Banks and Tamina for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And yeah, you know, basically I was surprised that Sasha stayed loyal to her. Yeah, you know. I think I picked Sasha to win this match. Yeah, we both picked Sasha to win. And that's why we both lost. <laughs> both lost that match. <laughs> and um yeah, uh Tamina looks like she's gonna have a uh, a future number one contenders match. Cause I think she has, she has to defeat um, Sasha Banks. I think that's next week, right? Or was it was it? Some, uh, I'm not sure. 
Cause I think she has to defeat Shasha Banks in order to do that. Um, so that's a future matchup between uh, Tamina and uh, Bailey. Uh, what was I gonna say? Now, yeah, this is this is the most weirdest yet entertaining match of the whole WrestleMania, if you could even call it a match. And that's the, you know, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus John Cena, Fire Five Funhouse. Oh, now, when man. I'm coming into this match, I'm thinking it's going to be a legit, real matchup. You know, they were, they were going to fought around. They, I thought they were going to fight inside the Firefly Funhouse, go around the place, and, you know, like the House of Horrors. It would have been, like, here's what I was thinking. I was thinking it would, it would be like the House of Horror, the, the House of Horror match. The uh, boneyard match we saw the night before that at that time, and the uh, the ultimate deletion match between Wyatt and uh, Matt Hardy, the 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 woken Matt Hardy at that time. So I'm thinking it was gonna be a match like this, but it was uh, basically a, a a trip down memory lane that John Cena man he. John Cena and Bray Wyatt, they went through their, um, you know, they, their their whole careers in the WWE. And many people are, are thinking that, you know, as a result, you know, of Cena rewriting history, when Bray Wyatt gave him another opportunity that he had six years ago to hit Bray Wyatt with the chair, and then when he tried to hit Bray Wyatt with the chair, that's when he uh, turned, you know, the, uh, many people think he turned heel because the the whole thing was symbolic of how Cena was the the, the um, Hulk Hogan of his era, which was very true. He was, you know, very, he was, his career was patented after Hulk Hogan, you know, uh, being that strong dude, fan favorite. But unlike uh, Hulk Hogan, Cena, when he was supposed to turn heel against The Rock, you know, during the WrestleMania 28 and 29 feud, and then, of course, um, WrestleMania 30 against um, Bray Wyatt, he failed to turn heel. But in this alternate universe in the Firefly Funhouse, he finally turned heel, and then, you know, he joined NWO in the alternate reality. And then, uh, and then um, you know, once the realization that, you know, Bray Wyatt confronted him and basically told him that he was a bully, John Cena found out the hard way that his his um his this that he put on Bray Wyatt came into fruition, but it was for him. Because John Cena was saying, like, at WrestleMania, he's going to do away with the most overhyped, um, talentless, guy whoever you know whoever came into WWE to paraphrase what he was saying Mm -hmm. so when he came to that realization um the fiend was able to attack him with the sister abigail and then the um mandible claw to finally make john cena disappear forever so many people are thinking with this defeat john cena not only turned heel but this might be his retirement so that he'll basically ride off into the sunset sunset and continue his Hollywood career. What do you think about this whole match? Uh no, I don't think he turn he he's turning heel. I mean, I don't know how fans are getting that, honestly. Cuz that was just part of this Firefly skit. So I don't know how fans are even I know I know there's been people wanting John Cena to turn heel for years, but I mean, you want him to turn heel out of that Firefly match where he was just reenacting different, you know, different roles and different, you know, eras of, of wrestling? I mean, come on. But, no, I don't think he's a turning heel. And I don't think he's retiring yet. I think he'll take some time off, but I don't think he's going to – his wrestling career is over. I think we will see John Cena in the – in the ring again soon, but right now he's gonna be taking a break doing uh, the movie thing, you know, just like The Rock has done with his mm-hmm. career. So, but the match itself was very weird. 
Um, it was, I mean, it was entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. A bit weird, but entertaining. Um, but yeah, I wish it, I wish we could have seen an actual match, you mm-hmm. know? Um, hey, we might still get that. Maybe, maybe SummerSlam. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, the match was, I mean, the, the vignettes and the, the storyline was, was very, um, very entertaining. I, you know, I, I loved every moment of that, but I just wish there would have been a match. Yeah, you know, I wish, I wish once he got to that realization, they had a match where they went blow to blow, and then Bray Wyatt would have hit the sister Abigail, and um, you know, basically the ending would have happened the way how it ended. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just weird to call it a match when it was just basically vignettes. But you know, I, you know, I was very entertained, and I'm glad Wyatt got the W. Yeah, and we, I agree. and we both got that one right. Yeah, I didn't. I I, I didn't see uh, Wyatt losing that match. I mean, he lost to Cena in that previous WrestleMania match. There's no way he's gonna lose this one. Yep. And then, uh, okay. Then of course, you know, Drew McIntyre, he defeats. Um, Brock Lesnar, which we all knew that was going to happen. We both picked that one to happen, of course. Oh, yeah. You know, we knew that was going to happen. And one thing I liked at the end of the match was, you know, as the credit was going by, uh, Drew McIntyre broke the fourth wall, and, you know, he reached his hand out to symbolize that he's reaching his hands out to the fans, you know, to, like, shake their hands. And, you know, and then he, he, uh, you know, he... Um, silently mouthed the words "thank you," which was a nice touch. Yeah, but going into the match itself, you know, I'm you know I'm happy that just like Braun Strowman, the matches to me weren't that good, but I was happy that these first time, uh, you know, wrestlers who you know who who really, um, you know, busted their butts for so many years in the company, you know, they finally got the opportunity to hold the title. Yeah, you know? Strowman, McIntyre, yeah. So Congrats I was happy I was happy for both of them and prior to prior to you know probably earlier this year or late last year, once he was getting going on this WrestleMania Royal Rumble run, if you would tell me that I'd be invested in Drew McIntyre, I'd, I'd say you're lying because I was never a fan of his. Did I think he was talented? Yeah. I never really cared about him. You know what I mean? Like, as yeah. a wrestler, but he really reinvented himself, you know. Out of time. <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing I liked about him. The, the theme song. The theme song. and The, the Future Shot DUT wasn't bad. I mean, it's it's not his signature move into the Claymore. But yeah, his theme song was the only thing I basically liked about him. Yeah, when he was the chosen one. Yeah, supposedly he said that he wanted the song back, but WWE felt like the song was too outdated. But uh, he he he's been he he lobbied for WWE when he came back to try to have the song back, which would have made sense. Yeah, Especially and they could they could have saved that song for like Sheamus. Or 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 Cesaro. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have. To me, that would have made more sense. Because apparently, Sheamus Sheamus wanted to have his old school song that he had, but WWE same thing. They felt it was outdated too. Oh. So that's why they both have new songs. Oh, and uh, congratulations to Drew McIntyre. He became the first Scotsman and first. Man of UK to win the WWE title. I mean, we we always thought it would be British Bulldog or Wade Barrett or William Regal to win the 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 be the first you know guy from the UK to win it. But Drew McIntyre gets that uh, honorable distinction. So congratulations to him. Yeah, congrats. And uh, let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, Oh yeah, Bianca Balor. She uh, in the the match where Street Profits won. Uh, she made her she made her uh, de- debut. At, you know, um, defending her her husband Montez Ford. Uh, 
and um, she she is officially part of the Raw roster when she when they had the re, the rematch on Monday Night Raw. That's a little side note there, but uh, right. of course, uh, on Raw that very same Raw, uh, it was revealed that after McIntyre defeated Lesnar for the WWE title, Big Show got a surprise. Um, matchup for the title. And, of course, um, Drew McIntyre won. But, oh, yeah, but going back to the the, um, McIntyre-Lesnar match, what was really messed up about the Lesnar match was that not only was the match short, it was, like, five minutes long, but they were just going through their finishers. Like, Lesnar hit, like, three or four um, F5s in a row, and then he, the first one was just a one kick that kick out. It was unbelievable. It should have been longer to space out the F fives. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that match should have been longer. And claim more kicks. To me, it was very reminiscent of the Goldberg, Goldberg and um, Strowman match. And then, for me, the first match I could think of, and probably ever. Where where wrestlers would like do their finishers like insanely too much was WrestleMania 29 when Cena versus Rock. It was the first time I saw my favorite wrestler, The Rock, holding the title in person, but he lost to Cena, and that was the problem for me in that match. They just kept using the finishers. There was nothing else to set up the finishers. It was just finisher kick out. Finisher kick out. Okay, I'm gonna do my finisher kick out. You do your finisher. Okay, I'm gonna kick out. It was like the finisher. It was like it was overkill. And this is coming from a guy who loves to see people do multiple finishers in matches and people steal each other's finishers within the match. But this one was was too. It was overkill. It was. Yeah, I can't even. There's no words for me to say. It. Like it was uncalled for. It was too. It was too extreme, man. Like they should have spaced yeah. it out. It's not it should have been longer. They had a lot of time to yeah. extend that match. Brock Lesnar hitting up his finisher. You have to take the one, two, three, or you kick out, or, or you roll around, or there has to be like a, 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 a like a something like a hesitation. There has to be something to, you know, like maybe he's hurt, you know, it prevented him from getting a one, two, three count. You cannot have a guy Lesnar hit the. Uh, 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 F five cleanly, he goes for the pin right away. No, 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 like hesitation or anything. Like he's heard, you know, he has to crawl to try to get the pinfall. He he hits the pinfall, goes for the cover, and you kick. He kicks out. It doesn't. It's not believable. You know what I'm saying? They it, it should have been executed better. Yeah, I agree. That's the, that's the same thing with the Strowman. Um, Goldberg match. It, it it could have been a great match if it was better executed. It should have went longer so you could stretch out using the finishers, and then that that's it. But needless to say, you know that you know McIntyre won, so that's the most important thing. And then of course he retained the title on uh, you know on uh, on WrestleMania, but we had to find out on Monday Night Raw that there was a surprise match, I guess, for Big Show to re- to promote his new show, the big, big show. But, I mean, all in all, you know, it is what it is. So, we have a winner. The winner of the WrestleMania 36 result is Macaulay Matthews. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With one... Been- don't ever bet against me. <laughs> yeah, here's the difference. It was a 10-9 difference. That's it right. was the Street Profits, the Street Profit match that, that did me in. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever bet against me. <laughs> well, congratulations. You can see, as a Yankee Thank fan, you. he's very humble with Thank his you. victory. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Well, there, there you go, folks. Uh, Mac, uh, he, 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 uh, he chose more matches. Well, one, one more match than I did, but it is. It, hey, 
he 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 edged out the ten nine victory. So it is that's what it that's is. That's how I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mark Henry. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, switching switching gear. Oh well, let me see what. Oh, by the way, did you have you heard that Ronda Rousey says she's probably not going to be returning to WWE because she wants to spend time with her family. And yeah, I heard she, she said f the fans. I mean, yeah, I didn't read she the, the fans are ungrateful. Yeah, I didn't read the article, but I guess I should read it uh, now to see what she what she said. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a work. I mean, I'm pretty sure she wants to stay with her family. Spend time with her family, but is it a work that she hates the fans? I mean, who, I don't know. Might be. I'd have to read the article and differentiate. Do you think she was serious about that, or do you think it's a yeah, work? I think she was serious about it. I don't think she's coming back, and I think she does think she does think the fans are ungrateful. Well, I guess that's she. You know, she's entitled to her opinion. Okay, it is what it is. Um, but yeah. Um, um, on AEW quickly, um, Jericho was is gonna battle. He's gonna eventually battle uh, the Woken Matt Hardy in a, a final deletion match. So that should be you know an interesting uh, bout between those two. Um, Lance Archer, he's been he he made his debut. And he's his manager is um, Jake the Snake Roberts, so it's good to see Jake the Snake Roberts back yeah. into the you know wrestling he's comeback. Mm-hmm. As we got his to manager, Jake the Snake. Also, oh no, we didn't. We we met um we oh, met actually, uh, yeah, yeah we didn't get to we meet met him. DDP and, uh, and Scott and, Hall and Scott Hall to promote right, the right. Jake the Snake movie years ago. You're right. I forgot about that. Well, yeah. I could have sworn Jake was there too. No. Nah, he wasn't. Oh. He was the only one that was in there. Oh. Why did I think he was there for some reason? Mm-hmm. Guess it was his movie. Yeah, it was his movie. Uh, what else was? Uh... Oh yeah, and on uh, NXT, uh, Johnny Gargano defeats uh, Tommaso Ciampa uh, with the help of his real life wife. Um, um, trying to remember her name. Uh, Candice LeRae, you know, she turned heel. She uh, she first kicked, she first kicked um her husband in the you know, in the you know in the the family jewels, no pun intended mm-hmm. there. And when you thought Tommaso Ciampa was gonna get the victory, she kicks uh Tommaso Ciampa in the nuts as well, and. Allowed her husband to to get the pinfall, so that that was that. Um, I think in yeah, I think that was was that the same. Oh yeah, the paper two weeks ago. Um, uh, Keith Lee defended his uh his uh, NXT title against uh, Dominic Dijakovic and Damian Priest, and um, basically. You know they're teasing that um, Velveteen Dream is going to eventually have a, a title match against Adam Cole for the NXT World Title, which would be a great match in itself. Whenever that happens, but um, yeah, last but not least, uh, MLB. Uh, the basically. As we the the major league season as we know it is, um, if it even happens, is gonna be a whole different ball game. No pun intended there, because there's gonna be no National League teams, no American League teams, and if there is a World Series, it's gonna be the Grapefruit League versus the Cactus League. And how does this affect? What's which team is gonna be directly affected the most? You guessed it. The New York Mets. Here's who they're going to be facing in the Grapefruit League. They're going to be facing the world champion Nationals. No surprise there. No problems there in my book. Unfortunately, they're going to be facing a playoff team in the Cardinals and the Cheaters, the Astros. Oh, yeah, and the Marlins are in the league too. Another no criticism there because obviously I expected to play the Marlins in the National 
in my league, in my in my division, because that's the way it's supposed to be. But no, because of this coronavirus thing, they wanna keep they wanna keep everybody in their grapefruit leagues and have a grapefruit league season. The rumor is it might be a sixty league, a sixty game season. Um, it, there's gonna be DH galore, which is gonna open the door for them to have DH in, next year. You know that they've been rumored to having. And I think it's a it's a messed up idea, man. I, I like the National League and American League, man. They shouldn't ruin this. And it, it's going to affect the Yankees as well because the Yankees, they're going to be facing – the Mets are going to be in the Grapefruit League East. The Yankees are going to be in the Grapefruit League North. And they're going to be battling the Phillies, the Blue Jays, the Pirates, and the Tigers. The Braves, they're going to be in the Grapefruit League South. They're going to be battling – the Yankees' rival Red Sox, Rays, Twins, and Orioles, and the winner of the Grapefruit Grapefruit League winner is going to be battling the Cactus League winner in the World Series. I just think it's I, I think it's crazy, man. What's your thoughts, quickly before well, we go? Well, here's the, this shortened season. It actually helps the Yankees a lot because. Yeah, right now they have some injuries early on. So right now this shortened season, that's a positive for the Yankees that's going to come out of this. And as far as these divisions, um, I don't agree with it, but, hey, this is what this coronavirus has done. It's ruined a lot of things for, you know, ruined a lot of things as far as sporting events and, um, you know, entertainment and a lot of things right now. So, just have to see how it pans out, you know. That's how that's how the cookie crumbles, man. And um, yeah, NBA quickly. Uh, basically, there's a rift between um, Donovan Mitchell and uh, Rudy Gobert. So basically, people are thinking that this might open the door for Donovan Mitchell to be traded to the Knicks. But if but in order for the Knicks to make those move, they're most likely going to have to trade, um, you know, R.J. Barrett or um, or um, Mitchell Robinson, which I have to say no thanks to that. What's your thoughts quickly before we leave? Uh, I, I think that relationship can be uh, repaired. I mean, they're gonna, I mean, they're gonna be on the same team for a while. So you know, I think once this is over, I think the coach will make them talk it out and. They'll get back to playing basketball again and being, you know, um, being on the same page, friendly. Um, I, I think it, it could be repaired. I think right now it's just sour grapes on Donovan Mitchell's end. So I don't, I don't think it's as serious as the media is making it out to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I assume they'll they'll, they'll bounce back, and even if they can't. I'll believe when I see if they trade if the Knicks make a trade for no, I don't see that caliber, and I wouldn't trade R.J. Barrett or Mitchell for that guy, uh, even though I mean he's he's a very good player. Don't get me wrong, but the Knicks need to the Knicks need to build these young guys, you know, and and then they could, and then eventually they could attract some some talent, you know, them breaking up and hoping and praying that a, a star player is going to come to them, I think those days are long, long gone. I mean, the last time the Knicks was probably, I mean, with the exception of, of Stoudemire and, and um, you know, uh, Melo, I mean, the last time they got somebody of caliber like that, free agency was re-signing, uh, re-signing uh, Allen Houston, basically. Yep. So I, I don't, you know... You know, Nick's got to look within and try to make smart decisions, drafting to 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 change this this thing because nobody's gonna come and save us. And you know that's that right there. But um, you know, I want to thank you. Anything you'd like to say before you go? Uh, just a happy Easter and happy Passover to everybody, and stay safe. All right, you heard you heard the guy, man. Um. You know, I want to thank you guys for uh, listening to this episode. I hope you guys, um, you know, enjoy um, Easter. Well, it's midnight now, so, you know, I hope you guys enjoy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. 
Hope you guys stay blessed. And, uh, you know, my condolences to, you know, the people who are directly affected by the coronavirus. You know, my, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with you, man. You know, stay strong and safe. And, you know, Jesus loves you, man. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.